Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to show number eight of the Better Man podcast. My name is Gabriel Machinet, and the goal of this podcast is, well, hopefully twice per week on a bi-weekly podcast, is to bring you all the topics that we face as men. And hopefully with this show, you're going to become a better man, and we can actually talk about things that are challenging for guys out there. Once again, my name is Gabriel Machinet, and this podcast just takes 20 minutes, so it's very, very quick. Okay, so... I had these whole topics planned for these shows, and believe it or not, I actually planned 30 topics to be doing twice per week. But today, I'm going to make this a bit more informal because I started to do 75 hard. That is this insane challenge out there. It's called 75 hard challenge. And 75 hard challenge is a, a mental and physical challenge created by Andy Frisella, or Frisella. I think it's going to be Frisella. Um, and the idea of the challenge is to push yourself to a point where you have to wonder how strong you are. Now, just to give you a bit of background, uh, last year I went carnivore. I did the carnivore diet, and it was mind-blowing. It was such a difficult I mean, challenge to do. But the crazy part is that I combined that with fitness and exercise and I lost whooping 10 kilos. I was weighing 87 kilos and I went to 77. Currently right now I'm an 81.5 kilos, but I don't really feel great about myself. So I found out about the 75 day hard or 75 hard challenge. I have to learn the name properly, 75 hard. And I decided, you know what? This sounds ridiculous. There's no way I can actually do this with my lifestyle. And therefore I realized, hmm, I mean, I'm saying already no. Why not give this a go? So I'm going to tell you a little bit about the challenge. It's 75 days straight. There's no breaks. There's no one stop. And you have to follow a diet, zero cheat meals for the entire 75 days. Number two is work out twice a day for at least 45 minutes. And one of these workouts has to be outside. And number three is drink a gallon of water per day. That I think a gallon is four liters of water. I'm not completely sure. So I started drinking water already today. Number four is read 10 pages of a non-fiction uh, book. And number five, take progress peak every single day. So as you can see, is I mean, it's not the easiest thing in the world. A few points that are important to understand. This, there's no alcohol by any means. There's, um, and there's no audiobooks, okay? And there's not going to be any cheat meals that I mentioned before. And the interesting thing is that you have to take a progress peak every single day. That actually makes you kind of accountable and it makes you a little bit, um, kind of like self aware of where you are. And no one actually loves to take a photo showing that, I mean, that you have, that you're not in the best shape that you want. It's a little bit confronting. So, that's it. That is the idea. Initially, I thought there was <laughs> there was also involved like cold showers, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is not going to work." The cold shower part, but technically, that's it. There's five points: follow a diet, two workouts a day, drink a gallon of water, read ten pages of nonfiction. That tends to be like entrepreneurial kind of mentality. And number five is take a progress peak every single day. So the the first challenge for me is obviously the two workouts per day. Uh, I started today, Sunday, this day number one. That's why I want to make the podcast today. And I won't be launching this, I mean, the podcast tomorrow, but this, I want to like put this right now because today is the day number one. And 
today is Sunday and it seems kind of like easy to do two workouts. I already did one. But tomorrow is going to be very, very difficult. Tomorrow I have my, my four-year-old. He is going to stay in my house for the first time in the last three years. This is part of the agreement with the court. Uh, in case that you don't know, I'm a single dad full-time. I have my two boys. They're 15 and 12. And now my four-year-old finally is going to stay the night for the first time. So we're very excited. But guess what? I have him from 1 p.m. until 9 a.m. the next day. So that's going to make it very difficult for me to do the second workout. So I don't really know how it's going to go. Maybe he goes to bed and I do a workout inside doing some yoga potentially. So one of the things I'm going to you need to actually consider when you're doing this is what kind of exercise you're going to do. So in my case, my house is huge and I have uh elliptic, elliptic, I mean, bicycle, static bicycle. I don't know the name of, of the machine, but you know, I mean, uh, one of those bikes, like a Peloton bike. And I have a rowing machine and I also just bought a boxing bag. So the idea is you need to spice it up a little bit. But obviously the challenge is one of the workouts has to be outside. And that's not going to be very easy where I live because winter is coming, although it's, it's Australia. I know you're thinking like, oh, Gabriel, this, this is not like Canada. Of course, it's not like Canada, but it still gets pretty freaking cold. We live a little bit up in the mountains. So it's going to get cold to be able to do the workout. And the most important thing is the time management. So there's no way I can actually do this if I don't set very specific times for me to be able to do this. Now, to make me more accountable, I'm getting a personal coach, a personal trainer twice per week. So I want to invest some money in this. And also, I'm going to be heading to a nutritionist to help me with this, with this diet. Now, the diet I'm going to be doing is not a carnivore diet because, to be honest, the carnivore diet is already, by default, extremely difficult. And I will make a whole podcast about my experience with the carnivore diet because it changed my life 100%. And since then, although I have put some weight because recently I went for holidays, the weight has been under control because once you go on the carnivore diet, it's very difficult for you to forget what you learned during the process. Although it's extremely difficult, the carnivore diet, and it makes you completely antisocial. <laughs> so it's, it's super important. So for these 75 days to work, I need to think a little bit about the social environment also. It's like, okay, what happens in one day I don't have my meals prep? What happens in one day I want to go for, for dinner with, with my girlfriend or want to go with friends out? How's that going to work? So important thing to understand is, uh, because there's no alcohol, so you have to confront that. So anything that's going to be social encounter that requires alcohol is a no-go. So yesterday I had my last glass of wine, but I'm not a drinker, so that doesn't really affect me. But the important thing to understand is you have to build a diet. This 75-day heart doesn't tell you any what, what kind of diet. That makes it a little bit weird out there because you go, okay, so what is going to be my diet? So the idea is that you define from day number one okay what's going to be your diet so in my case my diet is going to be fasting i'm going to do eight hours of fasting i'm going to be slightly flexible with those hours which hours am i going to go but usually the fasting is it's not sorry it's not eight hours it's way more it's 16 and 8 so the way it works is you go from like 8 p.m uh to let's say 1 p.m okay that will be the way to do it now I'm going to be a little bit flexible with that, but the, the the core point for the diet for me is going to be very low carbs. So very low carbs, 
And I think you end up eating less because, I mean, for God's sake, you're drinking a gallon of water per day. And there's many cases where we actually eat more or we feel that we're hungry, but in reality, we are thirsty. Now, I know the most difficult part of this also is going to be the gallon of water. And the reason why I know this is because I had to drink almost the same amount of water when I went to Kilimanjaro. And then what happens is water becomes almost like a drug. Like you need to do it, not because it's fun, like a medicament. You have to have water when you climb Kilimanjaro. There's no option. There's no point. And you have to do it. So it becomes extremely difficult to achieve. Now, there's people that actually go against the 75 hard, and this is an important point to consider. So I'm not like telling the world, let's do it. I mean, I want to do it because I find interesting the mental toughness that has to be done here. So people complain about one, it's not sustain sustainable. That makes kind of sense. That's the whole point. Number two, the amount of workouts could increase risk of injury. That is makes completely sense what they're saying. So what I'm going to do in this case is for me the workout initially is going to be things that I know I can do. Okay. And that's why I'm going a personal trainer. And some of the workouts are going to be, I mean mainly flexibility, yoga, things that are going to actually help me. So I'm well aware that doing exercise twice per day may not be ideal, especially for someone like me that I work in the computer all the time. I'm not the most flexible person in the world. So my flexibility and my core strength are my biggest weakness. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see how I go with that. Um, um, now, people complain that the rules are arbitrary and they're set by a marketeer. And yep, I mean, 100%. Okay. Um, and the idea of all or nothing can be detrimental for your mental health. And um, that makes sense also, okay? And the other point people say is that you can get results without these extremes. And all those points are valid. I think the important part to understand is that the reason why this is a challenge is because it's freaking difficult. And the idea, what's important to understand here is, okay, so how is my mind, how is my behavior going to change based on this? Now, I have the experience of going to the army. I have the experience of doing things that are very tough in my, in my life. And when there's a framework, and the framework is very strict, what happens is you technically end up adapting because what you know is that you cannot really negotiate mentally constantly those rules. And that is why I'm so interested with 75 Day Hard because it's very clear it's 75 days, and this is the way it works. There's nothing else you can actually do. I mean, so it's, it's, you have to do the process for 75 days. And believe it or not, 75 days is a very freaking long time. Usually, people claim that it takes 21 days to change a habit of doing it constantly. And I have tried to do things for 21 days. And after day number nine, you go like, fuck it, this is not worth it. So this is going to be kind of like life-changing because... I don't think the dopamine or the excitement of the starting or making the podcast and like, yeah, I'm going to start or the hashtag on Instagram is going to keep me motivated enough to do 75 days. So there has to be a change of behavior. And that is where I literally see changes happening with me. And that's what usually happens with people is when you go like, okay, there's no way I can do this just by being motivated. There's no way I can do this just by listening to Tony Robbins or watching a movie this is something that if I'm going to be able to pull it off, I need to I need to truly change the way I'm doing things. And in this case, for me, it's going to be so difficult being a full-time single dad with the kids, traveling, 
working, I have a dog, I work in the house. So everything has to change from now on and I need to adapt everything. But the interesting thing is that if it's doable, if I don't fail, because now that I'm making accountable, now that I'm recording a podcast, now that I have some friends on the Facebook group that we have talking about this, well, now that I'm out there, I have to freaking do it. And this is one of the things that is so powerful when you make your challenges public. When you're working on something and you mention it a little bit, people go, that's great, well done, thumbs up, and that's it. But when you actually announce that you're going to be doing something for a specific amount of time, and at the end, there's going to be a result that is public, well, that burns because you, you feel that people are looking at you. And there's nothing worse than disappointing people publicly. It's kind of weird the way we work. If you disappoint yourself, it's like, okay, whatever else, survive. If you end up disappointing the perception people have about you, that really hurts. The people go like, hmm, okay, that actually make us move a bit further. And obviously with the photos, that is a very interesting part. So the photos is the self-awareness. And, and one of the things that the reason why I did my, my initial diet last year, carnivore diet, was I found a photo of me or myself in Singapore in a conference. I went to a conference to speak about app marketing. One of the things I realized was I look fat on the conference, like like truly fat. Like I was like a pudgy guy talking on, on stage. And I was like, wow, that's me. And that confrontation when you look, it's like, oh my God, this guy, I'm not trying to be awful, I'm not trying to, I mean, to be nasty with myself. Like, oh my God, that guy that is speaking in that conference is someone that I will consider a pudgy guy. And I was like, damn, I don't want to be the pudgy guy at, I mean, I'm 43, 44, 45. Because if I'm the pudgy guy at 45, I mean, am I going to be a fat old man? I mean, how's that work? And that is when I start wondering. It's like, okay, I always do this kind of like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get fit. But that never really happens. <laughs> like, it never really happens because life gets in the way. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be doing a diet. And because all my diets have failed, I was like, I can, I'm going to do the most extreme diet ever. And I did a carnivore diet. And I will talk about that in a podcast because I did it in a very professional way. I went to a doctor, got blood exams. And I will actually reveal what this blood test did before and after because it's truly mind-blowing. I was a non-believer and then it changed my mind just based on the pure science of the results of my blood test. So in this case, the 70-day straight challenge, the 70-day hard, is not going to be so much from an intellectual point of view from a, sorry, from a medical point of view, although it's going to be interesting to see what happens with water, if my skin gets better, if my sleep gets better, it's going to be pretty interesting to talk about sleep because my sleep is not the best. I have horrible patterns from my sleep all my life. I will talk about this in the podcast that we're going to do about sleep. But in this case, the 75 day hard is, okay, how is my life going to work? Because I will have less time to fuck around. I mean, sorry for my English, but... Less time to spend time on Facebook or Instagram because I'm doing workouts. I'm going to be tired. I have to read these 10 pages of nonfiction. And not only that, I have to continue with my life. I have to cook for my kids. I have to feed myself properly. I have to play with my, my little one. I have to run my business. I have to write my book. I have to do the podcast. I have to deal with normal life. And that is where the toughness happens. And I think the toughness is such an important part for us, for men, because we are not tough by default. I mean, we are becoming weaker and weaker and weaker because we don't challenge ourselves. And the challenge that we put ourselves are actually kind of like easy challenges that we can actually bypass very easily or find excuses 
why we are going to bypass the challenge. It's like, oh, you know what? This is not for me because I tried and I don't agree with the philosophy. And automatically, that's a, that is that is going to be um, an excuse. So in this case, it's going to be 75 days of non-excuses and doing the 75 hard days, follow diet, two workouts a day. I did already one today and I'm, I'm dying already. So I, I, mean, I don't know how I'm going to survive. 149 more to go. Drink a gallon of water per day. Uh, read 10 pages of nonfiction and uh, take um, a peek every single day. If you want to check more information about this, go to thebetterman.co backslash. It's going to be uh, 75 hard where I'm going to put all the information about what I'm doing. And you can actually see my photos. That's going to be kind of confrontational. But uh, yeah, you'll be able to see my photos, my progress. And also on Instagram at Gabriel Mashudet, I'm actually taking photos of what I'm eating. Sounds ridiculous. I know what I'm reading. I'm going to be trying to do like a 75-day progress of these on Instagram. Not because I love Instagram, that I'm not number one fan, but mainly because it keeps me accountable. And I know that if I post the one, two, three, four, and five, number six and seven and eight, I'm going to just post not because I'm amazing, but because I don't want to break the chain of, of posting. So that's it. This is the podcast for today. If you guys want to check more information about the podcast, obviously subscribe, leave a review on iTunes if you like it or Spotify. I don't think you can leave a review on Spotify, but anyway. And on the next show, I'll be talking about another topic that is important for us men. But this 70 day hard, I will be interrupting the podcast maybe in, let's say two weeks, three weeks, give you an update, seeing if I'm surviving, if I'm still alive. And in the meantime, yeah, thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next show here at the Better Man Podcast. See ya.